This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. I can see Apollo Creed coming down in his red, white, and blue Rocky shorts right now with James Brown singing this song. This, of course, was in the movie Rocky Four, and moments after James Brown sang this song, and Apollo Creed came down from the rafters to fight Drago, Apollo Creed, like Dooku Kim, was dead in the ring. As Howard Cosell would say, dead on arrival. But, um... I didn't pick that song. Me and Lou Rapino pick out most of the songs. My next guest, who I decided on Friday, and this is all my decision, all mine, no one, I mean nobody, not John, not Chad, nobody messes with this show because show has great success. Ratings, revenue, they let me do what I do because they have confidence in me. So I've decided to put Curtis Sliwa, who's on 12 to 1 every weekday afternoon, all weekend long, on three days a week, because I find him to be really entertaining, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But here's where Curtis always finds a way to overstep his boundaries. I put him on three days a week because he's a legend and an icon, and uh, even a, a longer-standing radio talent than me here in New York. And then he goes in this morning, and he starts picking his own music. Who told you you could do that? Boy, Shane. Yeah. I thought you were a very dear friend of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. He actually texted me Saturday night. I was having dinner with Danielle Gabe and Scott at Wolfgang's. He texted me he was on the way to the cop shooting, and he was all brokenhearted. So, yes, we did speak on Saturday. Um, but he didn't invite you Friday night to sit with all the illegals out there at the cruise line terminal where they were watching on a big plasma TV uh, all kinds of videos about World Cup, and he was playing video games with them, amigo, amigo, and then they played that song. Is that right? Yes, by James Brown, Living in America. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> because remember, did you see in the story today, Roxham Road to Canada, I broke that story. It was Wednesday right here at WABC. Lou remembers when I was talking about the Overland Railroad to Canada. Right through Plattsburgh. Right. He broke this story right here. But naturally, we have a crackerjack news team that can't follow up on anything other than what's already in the news. I broke it here on Wednesday. I believe you. And the New York Post, great job. Big spread. 
Eric Adams, if you're not happy being here, they give you tickets to Canada now. Greyhound tickets to Canada. They had to admit that. Finally, your mayor's doing something good. Send them to Canada. Well, send them to Trudeau. He wanted to send them to uh, Denver, Colorado, and now it's Canada. So I guess he's caught on, right? Much like Ron DeSantis and Governor Abbott. Let's send them someplace else. But we're about 45,000 in already. Well, you see, Sid, this is why. Yeah. You get to be number one. Mm-hmm. And I tell John Katzmatidis and everybody here, because you've been doing this a long time, I've been, it's harder to stay number one. True. To get, we had this story on Wednesday, right? We owned it. I had all the information. I had the maps. I had the interviews. What do we do with it? We did Ugats. We did Bupkins. Well, with why? Did, did they think you were just making it up? Did they, why did we do nothing with it? Because they couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe it. They couldn't it believe it, yeah. Because yeah. I, I yeah. bust my shoes. I'm yeah. out in the street. See, but, but here's, you see, the problem with you is, is that because you've got such a hard on for the mayor, I mean, it goes above and beyond anything really, anything normal. It's, 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 you know, you could tell you got beat badly by him in, in the mayoral election. Uh, because that's the case, when you say things about him, you almost have to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, like, but this was good news. Uh, well, it was tremendous news, but we don't, know. Oh, we don't know. We don't know if it's serious or not because you hate the guy well, so much. Well, because they wouldn't admit it on Wednesday, <laughs> but they know. had to admit it to the New York Post, and that's good. He is now rerouting them. It's called re-ticketing. You don't like it here? We send you to Trudeau in Canada. So you're happy with this? Oh, absolutely. Because hey. I know, I can't tell. Is this a sarcastic? No, no, this, is like, this is like NAFTA, North American Free <laughs> Trade Association. We trade the illegal aliens. Yeah. From Mexico to the United States, you're not happy. Go to Canada. All right, so you like this move. I love it. This is a two thumbs up for Mayor Eric Adams from Curtis Lewa. Yeah, but I'm very upset because... Well, what, what, what's the matter? What's uh, matter? You mentioned the full-page ad. I'm looking at it now. Magnificent here, and all in color. But you mentioned Joan Rivers. Yes. And Joan Rivers, who came out of East New York, Brooklyn, went to Thomas Jefferson High School. Okay. I mean, she was the best. And she used to be in... Uh, the Hollywood Stars, remember? The Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares. Yes, which uh, often the uh, that middle box was owned by Paul Lind, a homosexual friend of yours. Uh, why am I in the middle box here? <laughs> what are you suggesting here? My very point. He was an angry, mean, drunk, homosexual. Right. And you and it's this is it, Hollywood Squares, and I'm in the middle box here. Oh, that's funny. What are, what are you trying to say by this? I wish I could take credit for it, but to be honest, I had nothing to do with the actual position of the twelve people. If I did, Naomi would have been right after John Katz and Matisse. Oh, the best, Naomi. I mean she blows it <laughs> yeah. uh, Let me mention my my now uh enemy. Peter King, congressman uh, from... Uh, Wait a second. Bogart. Wait a second. Last week, you said Andrew Giuliani, who's on now with me twice a week. I think he's here tomorrow. I'm not even sure. He was my enemy last week. Right. So now, so you've gone from and two of the greatest people you'll ever meet, Andrew Giuliani and Peter King. Let me King? tell you why. Because, you know, I was having flashbacks when I watched... When I watched the balloon float down <laughs> yeah. over the Atlantic Ocean, all the golfers stopped golfing at Myrtle Beach. You know, there are more golf courses in Myrtle Beach than there are people in houses. It's gorgeous there. They all stopped golfing to watch the beautiful balloon just fall <laughs> out of the sky. And I said to myself, that Peter King, he wouldn't let me begin the war against the Red Chinese. What? We sat in a restaurant, Peter King and his lovely wife. Vito Fasella and his lovely wife, who was years ago, was in the Upper East Side, a five-star, top-shelf Italian restaurant that I couldn't even afford a tip at, never mind paying for the entrees and the hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking because they're doing some kind of petition at that time. And I look across from me 
And I saw Mao Zedong, a black Mao Zedong. What? A supporter Hold on of the a second. Chinese. He's dead. He's dead, Mao Zedong. No, he's not dead. He's they not have, dead. They have a statue outside of him, of him in an arena in China. <laughs> Stefan Marbury. I said, you who were knocking boots with the Knicks and then the Nets, and you went to Georgia Tech, and you went to Lincoln High School, and now you're a traditor. You're with Red China. And he had this big, fat mama with him. She must have been like 900 pounds, you know. <laughs> And he was salivating over her. And Peter King goes to me, please, don't start any trouble. You know, we're here with our wives. Vito is saying, please, please, don't set it off. And I'm I I fornicating him, mad-dogging him. And likewise, he wants to set it off with me. Right then and there, we could have settled this once and for all. And Peter King wouldn't let me do it. Vito Fasella wouldn't let me do it. Said I had flashbacks. So in the last couple of days, you um, you come up with a major story that for some reason... People just swept under the carpet. Oh, no. Hey, Lou is here. Right. Lou is here on the board. You also, you also could have been the guy to stop all this back and forth between the United States and China. Absolutely. In fact, Peter King, it's unbelievable the stories that you managed wait. to put yourself in the middle of. Wait, okay. wait, wait. There's another one. There's another one. Hold on, Lou. Write this down. Lewis, get your pen ready. There's another one. I'm, I'm walking through <laughs> Chelsea <laughs> on the, on the weekend. That's freezing. No Talking about Paul Lynn. <laughs> That's right. Freezing my tuchus <laughs> off. But I had to keep my tuchus covered, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, I do. And there's a maintenance guy from the Whitney Museum uh-huh. who listens to you sit religiously. Okay. And he's shaking his head. He had a cup of coffee in the bodega there. It's also a weed shop, yeah. by the way. Hey, city by, of by New the York. Way, you don't have to anymore say who listens to me religiously because now I'm under the impression everybody does. Well, this guy doesn't speak English that well, and he listens <laughs> to you, he said, to learn English. <laughs> he's from Romania. <laughs> So the guy remembers Ceausescu, he's from Romania. He said, you know, Curtis, the Whitney, they just had their pipes burst. No way. Yes, their pipes were bursting. Every They had to close down all their exhibits. They didn't learn from the Sid Rosenberg I mean, curse. Now, now, here you go. That's exactly right. Have I not explained to these people how to avoid a situation like that? You Have absolutely did. But you see, the Whitney, they're so pretentious, <laughs> obstinate. They're, they're so all-knowing. They're not going to listen to Sid Rosenberg <laughs> or anyone else. And now almost everything is destroyed there because their pipes were bursting. No kidding. That's, yes. Well, I, you know, I, how, I, you know I, how cold it I was. know. I thought about that this weekend. The same thing happened to us. Christmas weekend. This was a bit colder, I think, Saturday, too. I think oh, Christmas yeah. weekend was minus two. This was minus six on Saturday. So I would imagine that frozen pipes and burst pipes probably all over the city, everywhere. Well, let me tell you, on Friday night, I went back to my old stomping grounds. I used to live at 131 Avenue A, right across the street from Tompkins Square Park, off of... Uh, Oh, Lower East Side there, right, right through the Alphabet Jungle. I'm sure I you know it well. I used to go to a place. I used to go to a place right down there in Alphabet City. It was called the World. Very, very popular club. No, no, really no, I'm popular. Not, I'm, I'm talking about when you were in Avenues B and C looking to score there. Come on. From <laughs> How the do you know that? Man. Come on. Everybody was. Uh, 100% I bought drugs. Houston Street, Alphabet City. So <laughs> you saw the big story. The 90-year-old candy store guy, Ray, who got clocked by those two mutts and scales. I, I did see that. Big black guy. They broke his jaw. The guy came back and did his shift. He does overnight shifts. And I'm standing outside of Ray's. That was the very place where he did an intervention that probably saved my life. April of 1992. 
Three mutts and scouts get out of a car. You probably know them well. Their name's McLaughlin, Kaplan, Ruggiero, sent by John Gotti Jr. to tool me up with yep. baseball bats. Yes. It was Ray who came out and did the intervention. Wait, Ray who owned Ray's Pizza? No. Ray, the candy store guy. Oh, the candy store who got guy. got all beaten up. Oh, the same guy? Same guy came out in an intervention. Oh, wow. Saved me from being turned into a vegetable. Now. Yeah. Well, you're close to a vegetable, to be honest with you. I'm the neighbor wrong. upstairs. <laughs> now, this is ironic. The neighbor upstairs comes down, and he's talking to me, and he says, you know, I was there when you got tooled up with baseball bats, and I was there looking down when Ray was getting tooled up, and I came running down, but it was too late. And he said this to me. He goes... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. And... Have you been invited to the Gemini Lounge? He listens again to WABC. You mean to the screening? Which, by the way, I want to tell folks, is exactly, I'm so excited, one week from tonight, Monday night, a week from tonight, at the Dolby someplace on Fifth Avenue. But do you realize, do you realize, Yes, it's there's synergy here, it conflates. Gemini Lounge, they used to Khashoggi you, they used to chop you up and put you in the dump. Yes. I got beaten with the baseball bats, right? Ray, who's now 90 years old and Iranian, he gets beaten up with guys who are hitting him with a belt and a lock, a Yale lock, right? And the guy took a lick and comes back, take him. I'm telling you, there's something to this, and I want to <laughs> applaud you and every righteous Jew out there for not going to Chinese restaurants yesterday, Sunday night, a boycott against the red Chinese Emperor Xi. And the next time you go to a Chinese restaurant, you Jews on Sunday... Order chop suey. Really bust their well, chops. I, you're right. I did not go for Chinese food Thank last God, night. That's right. Boy, but, well, hold China. on, though. But hold on. I'm not completely innocent. We did go to a place, me, Danielle, and Gabe, called Sachi, and we had Japanese food. Oh, well, that's Still okay. Asian. That's okay. Then, of course, uh, it's funny because we, right before this segment started, you heard me do the commercial for D'Agostino's. So everybody knows when I lived on the Upper West Side that Danielle and I always shopped, always at the Gristidis on 103rd and Broadway every day. And last night I made my way to the Gristidis on 40th and 2nd. But I'm not doing the Gristidis commercials. Ah, yeah. You are. I am Gristidis, number one, second, and none. You're D'Agostino. Yeah. How did that? This is like Avison Hertz. Are you OJ? I'll be Arnold Palmer from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Oh, I remember those, yes. That's right. Are you I remember OJ? those. I'll be OJ. You're That's dressed fine. like OJ. Yeah, I'm beginning to wonder here. This and is then, some outfit today of a, a volcanic ensemble. And then the finally, kid, kid, can we smack around your uh, your young huckleberries here? Is that Macedonia Phil? Which one? All of them. They're all running around. Podcast, podcast, podcast. I'm a podcast guy. This thing of ours is radio, Sid. Yes. Live radio. That's right. How the hell are you going to listen to Sid or Curtis or anyone else? If you're one of 34 people listening to a podcast, 
You know, this is like comedy clubs in the 80s, you know, when they popped up everywhere. Oh, we got to do stand-up. The next way is you're going to be a comedian. This is the new Sway podcast. I agree. I have 50,000 commercials on this station for podcasts. I know. And I said, wait a second. Why are we advertising podcasts? We want people listening to us live and locally on the radio. Uh, listen, I agree. I, the whole podcast thing for me, I've always said the reason why people do podcasts is because they're not good enough to do radio. Now, listen, guys like Joe Rogan, who he makes a lot of money, you know, um, um, Marion, whatever. I don't even know who these guys are. I guess, uh, what's his name, Corolla. These guys make a lot Shit. of money. But every little kid in their parents' basement with no talent is doing a podcast these My days. Dennis so a guy a like you and I should never do a podcast. My plumber has a right, podcast. Right, exactly. And let me tell you this. There's a trick here. They roll up on you, and I know they do this with you, Sid. Oh, I got 50,000 followers. And I tell them right away, oh, you bought the bots from... <laughs> Spotify for five ninety five, you can get a thousand. No, no. Listen, people who don't even exist. Sid, we need to go to war to save this thing of us. Live and local radio. It is the most intimate form of communication. You want people listening to podcasts? Then why the hell should they listen to live and local radio on the number one news talk station in the nation? WABC. And that's why, folks, he's now on three days a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7.05. Covered about nine topics, all very entertaining, all newsworthy. And who knew that it was Curtis Sliwa who broke this story last Wednesday. And Curtis could have been the man who could have averted all this Russia madness if they listened to Curtis Sliwa in the first place. Hey, where's our (laughs) news department here? I gave it to him like a dog bringing a bone. (laughs) And they looked at me and they buried the bone. I'm sorry, Curtis. Check out Curtis, by the way, every weekday from noon to 1, and, of course, all weekend long, but most importantly, 7.05 every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Sid and Friends in the morning. Another spectacular appearance. More to come this hour, including Bill O'Reilly's morning message and, of course, Rich Lowry. Monday morning with me, Sid 